First, we're going to start with everyone's favorite new uh, segment. I know it's John's favorite. Beer yeah. in the Twittersphere. What is that? All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll come up with a snazzy sound <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> Beer in the Twittersphere. Beer in the Twittersphere. Well, that's just like Kyle's. Yeah. It's like the same thing. All right, I'll come up with a better one. one. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. First question is, what is a, what is a Twittersphere? What, is, what was that? The Twitter sphere? What are you? Isn't that what you told me to call it? It's a yeah. sphere where people tweet. Yeah, that's like the blogosphere, but yeah. with tweeting oh, on very Twitter. Good, very good. All right. Well, it was kind of a quiet week in uh, in the Twitter sphere. I don't think it was. I think it was probably an awesome, intense week. It probably was, but I was. You know, I'm really looking to our followers. Oh, okay. On on our beer talk today tweet. That's right. You can follow account. us. Yeah. So start following us because. Uh, you know, we really wanted to see who's who's looking at us and see what we're doing. Because we don't tweet, but we want to see your tweets so we can make fun of them on the show. Yeah, so <laughs> just go we and tweet occasionally. Really, Come on. Put out something us. ridiculous and we'll, we've, maybe we've, we'll say it. We've tweeted twice. Yeah. I actually tweeted the other day because I was... So you tweeted thrice. Thrice. I'm there you go. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to alliterate. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, the first one uh, coming out of Madison Beer, Wart and Dry Hopping, two of the three... Two of the three things that make triple hops Miller Lite the envy of all rapeurians across the globe. So I found them pretty amusing. Someone else out there. Uh, Someone else doesn't like the Miller Lite triple hops really hates campaign. that Miller <laughs> campaign as much as I do. Um, the next one, uh, this guy was actually replying to someone else's trip, but he said, sweet, let us know about your beer trips. All travel now requires a visit to beermapping.com. And now that I'm reading this, this guy was from beermapping.com. So I think this is more of a self-advertisement, <laughs> but I right. did check out beermapping.com. Pretty cool. Very cool site. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you just. It's like couchsurfer.com. Yeah, it's like couchsurfing.com and you just rate wherever you went. It's, so it's like a a review site. And so I, pu- I just put in Madison, Wisconsin, and it gave me a list of like, you know, 30 places of cool. like bars and things like that. So what's and the highest rated place here? I don't know. I'd actually, you know, a lot of them, unfortunately, were, uh. There's only like maybe 20, 30% that were rated so far. Oh, really? Like, um, I think actually Maduro was one of the highest that I saw. Okay. But like the Malt House was not mentioned. Really? Uh, Brasserie oh. V was on there. They did pretty well. Um, can't remember, but it wasn't just bars. There was uh, Wine and Hop Shop was on there. Mm. Um, Woodman's was on there. So, it, I mean, you get to select, like, do you want just bars, just beer bars? Do you want um, beer stores, beer making supplies, things like that? I just did everything. But the gr- cool thing is it, it didn't put all the college bars that really have no you know, craft drive beer. towards craft beer. So it was sure. really just a focus on craft beer. So found a really cool tweet right there. Let me nice. do some fun little knowledge nugget. Nice. Yeah. Someone else, uh, Omegang Baseball Hall of Fame, Crawls Brew Pub, Long Valley Brew Pub, overall 13 hours of on the road and brew. So oh, Solid trip. Yeah, very solid trip. And who was that? Charlie Papazian. All right. Oh, yeah. Famous. <laughs> yeah. Someone we should know. Probably. Yeah. Do you, do you know who that is, Kyle? No. Oh, he wrote uh, Complete Joy of Homebrewing. Oh. Homebrew, Microbrew Adventures, and all those. Yeah. He's the president of the I started, American Homebrew Association, I believe. I started reading his book. Oh, you started, did? Started. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and I can appreciate that because I also went out to Omagang and did a 13 hour day of on the road. Nice. Yeah. So, well done. Um, at Foremost Brewing, just pick 22 pounds of raspberries for wine. Don't have enough for beer. Might have to pick more this weekend. I don't know why you didn't just make the beer first. Yeah. Should have prioritized. Yeah. Backwards. 
Um, really no tweet that mattered on this one, but I was just surprised to see that TJF on the uh, east side of Madison is now following Beer Talk today. TGI Fridays? TGI Fridays, yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. Um, Brewhouse Coffee Stout from Central Waters. Nice to see you again. Come in and make yourself comfy. <laughs> nice. Very nice. And someone is looking for the best way to install their beer tap away from their kegerator fridge. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. All right. Longer Good luck. lines. Longer yeah. lines, yeah. <laughs> Line chiller. Yeah. That's that's a solution there. Is that it? Small Twitter sphere today. Oh yeah. no, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's about that's about it. It's about a good amount. Yeah. So uh So there you go, beer from the Twitter sphere. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. So follow us, tweet away, and then we'll uh throw it on the air. Sweet. Well, uh we got some news, John. We do. We have two Pretty awesome news stories. Two pretty awesome news stories. Well, when John says they're pretty awesome, that's always a good sign. Would you call them hard-hitting news? Well, one of them is a... Oh, don't give it away. It's a brewery we have talked about on the show before. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they both are, but one of them is a brewery that we've had opinions on. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I think I know what that means. <laughs> All Miller. Right. Known, yeah. known for their <laughs> real IPA. Uh-oh. Anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is kind of cool. All right. Uh, I'll count you in, man. Here we go. Three, two, one, news. All right. According to Yahoo News, BrewDog was branded irresponsible by health campaigners after it relaunched Tokyo, claimed to be Britain's strongest beer with 18.2% alcohol content. Founder James Watt believes BrewDog is helping to promote beer, uh, to promote responsible drinking by educating people about beer. He said, quote, our hardcore beers are loaded with flavor, bite, and body. Uh, so consequently, you drink less of them. Mass market industry brewed lagers are so bland and tasteless that you are seduced into drinking a lot of them. <laughs> That's that. And next, according to BeerAdvocate.com, Sierra Nevada introduced um, their exclusive estate-made beer, the Estate Ale, um, which is one of the world's only estate-made beers. is brewed with 100% all-natural, locally grown hops and barley, which are produced at the brewery in Chico, California. This makes Sierra Nevada the first brewery to develop their own terroir. Sweet. That's awesome. All right, let's talk about that one. That's pretty interesting. So uh, first up, their own terroir. Terroir. Are you familiar with that term? I'm God. not familiar with that okay. term. I'm sorry. It's a wine term, but yeah. go for it, John. Like the land, like kind of your location and the environment. Oh. Affecting the flavor, yeah, because yeah. you know, all, the, all the grapes the from your wine typically come from your vineyard, so... How they're grown, where you know the location has a huge effect. Whereas beer, typically, all the hops kind of get piled together, all the grain kind of gets piled together and malted. Oh. So, so that's, like Ch- Charles Shaw does not have a, his own terroir. No, <laughs> he does not. But but fancy how do you spell one does. Word? How does it? It's it's it's, it's French. French. There's an R at the end. Yeah, there's like an accent. Terrier. And a, oh, you know, yeah. there's like all that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's really interesting. You know, okay. it's funny. Uh, this is something that Jeff Glazer on, on Madison Beer Review has talked about a lot on, you know, wanting breweries to do this, wanting there to be 100% Wisconsin beer, things mm-hmm. like that. It's really cool that Sierra Nevada was able to do that. It's not only like 100% California It's beer, like they're a state. Sierra Nevada, a state beer. 100% like these few acres in Chico, California. Yeah. And, That's you know, really like being cool. in California, you're inspired by Napa Valley and, you know, like these great wine growing valleys. Yeah. So, like, uh, I guess the closeness of this idea is right there. Yeah, definitely. Really cool. It's really interesting. And and so I wonder how they got that. Uh, I suppose they brew this in a lot bigger batches than uh, most craft brewers would probably be able to. 
but uh, I wonder where they got it malted because that's another issue that's been cited people trying to do this is maybe they malt their own yeah maybe they malt their own because and if you are. if you only grow like this very small amount you know breeze isn't going to malt it for you because they're set up to do a whole big huge batch at once you know right i mean you got to remember sierra nevada has cars that run on like <laughs> a swill you know yeah they run like, on like they leftover have yeast they ethanol. probably have you know malting equipment. they could probably buy some malting equipment yeah <laughs> probably so i mean I guess it's realistic to say that they're malting it themselves so they can do it. Yeah. That's just but. really cool. It's all, all right there. Yeah. And can we, are we going to be able to get that in Wisconsin? I don't know. I didn't I didn't say anything about it. It was just released. They didn't really talk okay. about where it would be released. Interesting. I they they focus a lot on, like, the idea of, you know, this terroir and having your own estate and, you know, how they're the first to do it. Very cool. But we usually see, even the stores out here, a lot of Sierra Nevada, like, um, the torpedo that the came torpedo, out. The torpedo, the yeah. fresh harv- hop harvest. The harvest, would, yeah. You know, things like that that are, um, you know, fairly yeah. small batches for them. So, And we did see the Chico Estate Harvest Ale Chico last year. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was just hops hops from their estate, yeah, yeah, which is a lot easier to process on a small right. scale. But we saw it here. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And then we haven't talked about this brewery a lot. We talked about <laughs> them once. For those of you who aren't frequent listeners of the show, Brewdog is a Scottish brewery who... Uh, they they tried to make an authentic IPA that they claimed was the most authentic by putting it on a boat that sold around sailed around the Irish Sea for a while. I'm a on fishing a boat. boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, put it in like barrels and put it on a boat to simulate like a sea voyage and mm-hmm. said it was more authentic. I thought it was cool. John and Kyle thought it was super lame. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I'm that, sticking by it. I think that characterizes that conversation. <laughs> now, but they, they are Brewdog is also a brewery that has a reputation of being like one of the first UK sort of breweries to be influenced kind of by American microbrewing. Yeah. They kind of do more extreme stuff, hoppier mm-hmm. stuff, not just kind of cascales and things like that. So mm-hmm. they're supposed to be a pretty cool brewery. I never had their stuff, but did they put it, I actually never figured this. Did they put a keg on their boat? No, well, they put a cat, like they, they or put an it in barrels. Barrel. Okay. Yeah. That's a little bit better, but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway, let's move on to this. All right. Yes. But this issue. So, they have a beer called Tokyo. Yeah, so it, they had a beer called Tokyo. Had. Had. Is no, that a, I mean, don't tell me. Okay. So they had a beer called Tokyo that was 12.7% alcohol. I thought you said 18.2. Yo, let me finish. Okay, they had a beer called okay, Tokyo sorry. that was 12.7% <laughs> alcohol. Okay. And they got criticized for that. And recently, they re-released this beer called Tokyo, and it now has... 18.2% alcohol. Whoa. <laughs> it's brewed with jasmine and all this other crap stuff. Sounds like a dogfish head beer. Yeah, no, it's like very, yeah. So it was brewed with a ton of different stuff and 18.2% alcohol content. Still, that's a lot. Yeah. Right? Right. Very much a lot. So, but, uh, So that it was something, but wait, so what was the controversy of the Department of Public Health? Something? They branded BrewDog as irresponsible. Oh, did they, like, find them or anything? No. They just came out and said, you are irresponsible for brewing such a strong beer. Yeah. Wait, well, was just that like, your, I your Scottish I don't know accent? what that was. I don't know what that was. What was that, Matt? <laughs> that was, yeah. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> so. Hey, <laughs> you brewed too strong a beer. There That's you better. go. That's better. That's better. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. So, and I think, so James Watt, the founder, you know, he has a point that's, you know, like saying because they're so flavorful and, you know, 
so extreme in all these areas, you are going to be, you know, probably you're not going to drink as much as you would. Yeah. Like these, these mass marketed lagers that he's talking about. Yeah. I think that's definitely true. I think, yeah. you know, I, I've never had this particular beer, but yeah, it reminds me of Dogfish Head. They have some 19, 18, 20, 21% beers that I have had. Yeah. And yeah, you don't try, I mean, right. you have, you, like, uh, yeah. Having worldwide stout by yourself is just silly. Even a whole 12 ounce bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you definitely have a taste of that, and that's right. plenty, I think. And Brewdog does champagne bottles. Yeah. From what I've seen here, at least. 750s, yeah. Um, and I, I was kind of, you know, shocked to see, you know, someone coming out and saying a 12.6% beer was, or 127 or whatever it was, was a big deal. Because you look at wine and, like, you know, yeah, that's it's wine like strength. Nine and up, you know, or yeah. whatever. So, like, it's really not that much alcohol. No, it's really not. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Huh. You also got to think about the fact that uh, the people who are drinking those really light, mass amounts of beer are buying it partially because they can buy it for, like, 50 cents a can. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're not going to go out and buy, like, a six-pack of this without, like, being <laughs> right. broke. Yeah, no, I wonder you, how much you're a targeting. You're not only you're targeting targeting completely different markets on taste. You're targeting completely different markets on just physical money to spend on beer and like volume of beer consumption. Exactly. Right, you exactly. know, like so it's. I mean, I, I think it's pretty bogus. It yeah. seems like there's almost like a hidden agenda from there. Like maybe that's like they're trying to start cracking down, but mm-hmm. not a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Well, there you go, oh, Brew Dog yeah. and Sierra Nevada. Those were two good stories. I like that, John. Yeah, they're actually pretty interesting. Nice work. That's State Ale. Hopefully, we see that soon. Yeah, that's not, that'd be really cool. I'd, I'd like to compare it to you know, other beers I've made of similar ingredients and mm-hmm. see how much the, the terroir has an effect. Yeah, that'd be Very really interesting. interesting. And I wonder if it'd have, you know, it'd be cool to save up bottles if they keep doing it, do vertical tasting, see how they change over time. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. 